Hello, everyone. Welcome to the uh, the Blue Dog Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Evan Grohlman, and I'm going to be with you for the next five to ten minutes. And on today's podcast, this is episode two, we're going to be discussing something which I think is more relevant to blue dog politics, and that's moderation. And it's not just moderation in the Democratic Party, although that is primarily what my focus is, but it's moderation as a whole. Now, we have had in the last 20 years two cases where uh, the one of the candidates won the popular vote and uh, the other candidate won the Electoral College vote. And usually when that happens, that usually means that things are more split than usual. And I think that it's a little concerning because I think that when you look at what happened in, 19, in the 1980s, uh, for instance, uh, Ronald Reagan beat Jimmy Carter when Jimmy Carter was up for re-election in 1980. Ronald Reagan beat Jimmy Carter by almost just shy of 10 points or just about 10 points. Uh, in 1984, when Ronald Reagan was up for re-election, he beat Walter Mondale by 18 points. And then when Bill Clinton was up for re-election in 1996, he won by about, I believe, eight, uh, almost 10 points, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, just about 10 points against uh, Bob Dole. And the closest we've come to a landslide is usually... It was 2008 when President Obama beat John McCain by about eight points. And ever since then, things have been pretty split. In 2012, President Obama beat uh, now Senator Romney by only about four points. And I think that this says that we are starting to become more divided as a nation. And we're not actually thinking about who we're going to vote for, but what party we're going to support. And I think that when we think like that, it causes us to not really look at what's in our best interest. People think, well, I'll just vote Republican or I'll just vote Democrat because I've always done that or that's the way my parents brought me up or it's what I've always known. And I think that this is a little concerning because while I am someone who usually votes Democratic, uh, I do believe that if there is something seriously wrong with the Democrat, you really should look into it. And if there's something wrong with the Republican, you should also look into it. I'm, I'm not someone who will say I will never vote for a Republican. I voted for Republicans in the past, um, and I would do it again if I thought that they were the right person for the job or if the Democrat were really crooked or radical. But I bring all this up because I think that both parties are moving, moving further away from the center, and that troubles me. And I think that some of that evidence is based on what has happened recently in terms of the uh, the, the votes uh, percentage-wise for the presidential races. And that really started in 2004. I mean, 2000, let's just forget about that because that went to the Supreme Court. But when President Bush won re-election in 2004, it was very, very narrow. He barely beat—I mean, he— uh, he beat John Kerry by about two percentage points, and had John Kerry won a few more uh, states, he probably would have. We probably wouldn't have had a, a second term of Bush. He would have been giving the inaugural address. Um, so, I want to focus on the Democratic Party because that's the party that I'm interested in. It's the party that I belong to, and it's the party that I want to save. Now, a lot of people, and I'm going to refer to my blog a little bit here, evangrolman.blogspot.com. It's called The Misunderstood Moderate, and it's where I discuss issues that are important to moderate voters. And here I say that Hillary Clinton, when in 2016, just thought that she was going to win the states that we traditionally had, re had relied on to win. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, they had gone Democratic since at least 1992, and in some cases before then. Um, 
But what I say, the title of my blog is We Need More Bill or something along the lines of Come Back Bill, Go Away Hillary. And it's not me being anti-Hillary. I, I don't, I'm not one of those people who despises Hillary Clinton. I, I think she would have made a good president, but I think that the way she campaigned was just horrendous. And the Democratic presidential, uh, the election with the Democrats last time in 2016, I noticed that we changed our message. Our message as Democrats has traditionally been, how can we help people uh, get access to health care? How can we get them uh, working and making more money? How can we raise wages? How can we strengthen unions? But what I found was that in 2016, the campaign promises shifted or the narrative became different. Uh, because we were talking about how we could give uh, citizenship to illegal immigrants, how we can expand the number of refugees coming in from risky parts of the world. Uh, there was uh, an anti-police message, which I think is an anti-worker message, because the police have a very dangerous job. And there was a lot of identity politics involved, such as when Hillary was called the nasty woman by President Trump, not saying it's right that what he did, and, and uh, I condemn what President Trump said, but Hillary then sold shirts that said, nasty woman or mugs that said nasty woman and almost all the polls showed hillary clinton winning before this happened which could have discouraged people who like who did not like hillary clinton from going to the polls and voting for donald trump but the opposite actually happened and i'm aware that hillary clinton won by three million votes popular vote wise but it's the electoral college that makes all the difference and a lot of people just did not like the progressive message of social justice and it's not even really hillary's message i'm not even blaming this entirely on hillary because at her core i think that hillary clinton is a moderate but i think that when you had someone as radical as bernie sanders running and actually generating enthusiasm because the democratic party has gone further to the left i think hillary clinton tried to put on this uh this performance of oh i'm a progressive so i'm going to compete for some of bernie's base and she just, you know, Hillary's the kind of person who can say a policy position that she's believed in her entire life. And if she says it, people are like, yeah, she doesn't really believe that because she just comes across as insincere. And I, and I, and I think she is kind of a phony, but I, I don't think that everyone who voted for Trump in 2016 did it because they loved him or what he stood for, but rather voted for him because they felt the Democratic Party went off the deep bend and started ignoring the traditional blue-collar message rather than uh, rather than running on the traditional blue-collar message. They ran on social justice, and th that, that doesn't f play with the voters in the middle of the country, many of them who aren't really concerned about how prisoners are treated or whether an illegal immigrant's going to get to go to college. I mean... And the progressive foolishness continued, and it continued with the Women's March, and because at the Women's March there were, there were speakers who said some very provocative things and even had histories of making anti-Semitic and bigoted remarks, uh, remarks against men. And lately, we have seen calls to defund the police and abolish ICE, and Elizabeth Warren promised to pay for the sex change operations of transgendered uh, prisoners and Bernie said that prisoners should be allowed to vote and he wanted to stop all deportations and none of this really resonates with many voters myself included I happen to not like identity politics I happen to want to help the people who deserve help the most 
And I think that it's a significant problem that Donald Trump was able to win a lot of states that elected Hillary's husband, Bill Clinton, twice. The fact that Trump was able to gain trust from the people just once that voted for Bill Clinton and actually gave him enough electoral votes to go to the White House and be a successful president, um, that's concerning. And I think it says to me that the Democrats have lost a significant amount of their base. Um, the progressive left has moved so far to the left that when you express your support for positions that were supported by Bill Clinton during his presidency, you're called a Republican or you're called a bigot. I mean, if you support welfare reform, if you support being tough on crime, if you, if you believe that illegal immigration is not good for the middle class and helps the rich, and like I do, and if you want balanced budgets, you're not a good Democrat. And that's according to the most radical voices of the Democratic Party. And while I don't expect for the Democratic Party to be the same party it has always been because, you know, time does move on. People do move on. There has to be some level of, of uh, evolution. But I don't think that this is what is needed. So I think that Joe Biden's actually running a very good campaign. And I don't know what the outcome of the election is going to be. I suspect he will win, but I can't be certain. If Joe Biden doesn't win, I don't think it's going to be because uh, people didn't like his campaign or the kind of campaign he ran or, ran or the people didn't like him. It's going to be because of these radical voices in the Democratic Party who have been saying these provocative things for the last four years, maybe longer, or the fact that some voters still haven't gotten over the fact that the Democratic Party did this in 2016 and... Maybe they're still scared. I mean, I've spoken to voters having worked on campaigns who say that they used to vote Democrat all the time and they feel that the Democrats have gotten effing nuts is what I've been told. And I just that's not the kind of party that I uh, that I registered for. And I know that there are many moderate Democrats. The Blue Dog Caucus in Congress is growing and I'm very happy about that. But I think it's time for the Democratic Party to move back to the center and support moderate candidates and have those candidates be the mainstream voices of the party because it is because of the moderate voices and the moderate Democrats that we were able to win back the House of Representatives. New Jersey had uh, two blue dog Democrats who flipped the a couple of House seats. And New Jersey was very big, where, where I'm from. New Jersey was very big in taking back the House. Uh, Josh Gottheimer, a, a moderate blue dog Democrat, uh, beat an incumbent Tea Party guy in a conservative district in 2016, the same year Hillary Clinton lost. In 2018, Mikey Sherrill, also from North Jersey, beat a... Uh, uh, well, she beat... The, the incumbent retired, but she beat a conservative in what has traditionally been a conservative district. So moderation does work, and I think it's time that we, we move back to the sensible censor. And while we should be a Big Ten party, I believe that moderation is key. So that is what I have to say. Thank you.